Welcome to the In Truth in Christ podcast. This is podcast number 28, and I've titled it Works, 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 and More Works. This is a free podcast dedicated to the glory of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is a witness of the truth as found by the Spirit of God within God's Holy Word, meant to challenge all who hear to search the Scriptures diligently, asking themselves these questions. Am I hearing fact or fiction? Is this true or false? Are the things being said proven in the Scriptures or not? In doing so is my belief that many will come to the acknowledgement of the truth and thereby choose their final destination. As written in the Bible, in the book of Joshua, Choose this day whom you will serve. Joshua 24:15. All scriptural references herein, unless otherwise noted, can be found in the authorized King James Version Bible. Works, 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 and more works. All right. In our modern day, and for many generations past, and perhaps since Christ walked on this earth, there seems to have always been a great controversy over this word, quote, unquote, works. There are those that claim to be saved by Christ and God with no works whatsoever. There are also those who claim that some works are needful for salvation, but others are not. Then lastly, are those who say that works are very much a necessity if you want to live in eternity with the Most High. Of course, there is a truth here among these, as always. However, if one version is true, and it is, then the other two are two are in error. Amen? The funny thing is that you really hardly ever hear anyone say that works are a necessity for salvation, do you? When's the last time you've heard someone say that? Unless you've been listening to me. (laughs) This being a true statement that you hardly ever hear anyone make that statement or say those words, then why Are there so many people who jump all over that subject with no one even making the statement as if they're being challenged or otherwise threatened, you know, what they believe is being threatened um, and, and, you know, that God does legitimately require works? Why are they so touchy about that subject? Like I said, even though in most cases they've never heard anyone, is my guess, they've never heard anyone personally challenge this thought and tell them that they need to do works. Well, I would like to say this, you know, the truth does not need to be defended, first of all. You know, he's more than capable of, of taking care of himself, the Lord is, if he if he chooses, you know, he'll defend himself at the time. But just remember this scripture that I, that I often post on here, okay, Proverbs 14, 12, it says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. I'm here to tell you that works are absolutely necessary to our salvation. Let me repeat that. Works are absolutely necessary for our salvation. That means you, that means me, you know, and every other person that was born into this world and that will be before the end of time. Here today, we're going to, you know, talk about the many different types of works that surround the salvation conversation. Later, if the Lord will, in further studies different studies, I plan to discuss works that do not merit salvation in the sight of God. And then uh, maybe in the next study, the plan is to talk concerning the works that do merit salvation in the sight of God. Okay? So stay tuned 
to hear out each of these chapters, if you will, of the subject and let the Spirit of God weigh in on your thoughts. Have an open mind, okay? If you know and follow the truth, then what are you afraid of? Why would a simple teaching contrary to what you might have heard in the past make you angry? If you know the truth, then what, why, why if you hear something else that makes you angry? The Lord forces no one to follow him, you know. Knowing this, though, there is then no justifiable reason for any mature person to act insensible, right? When we listen, we learn. That's, that's just how things work. When you listen, you learn. This is true for everyone, including myself. I'm not going to leave myself out of that picture, okay? But before we go any further, I want to ask a question. The question just requires a simple answer like yes or no, all right? And we can all answer this question for ourselves, and no one else is listening to our answers unless if you want to tell them. But no one else needs to know the answer. We're just asking this question for our own sake, okay? Here it is. Do you believe that Jesus Christ walked this earth over 200 years ago to leave us an example of how we should live in the sight of God? <laughs> All right. Well, here's what I found in the scripture. First Peter, the book, first Peter chapter two, 21, it says, for even hereunto were ye called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in his steps. All right, so what's wrong with works? You know, did you know that Jesus had works, by the way? The book of John 5.36 says, But I have greater witness than that of John, for the works which the Father hath given me to finish, the same works that I do, bear witness of me that the Father hath sent me. So Jesus indeed had works. Furthermore, uh, book of John chapter 10.37, he said, If I do not the works of my Father, believe me not. Well, what other works might a person be doing other than the works of the Father? Well, um, here in the book of John chapter 8, I want to read verses 37 through 44. Jesus talking here, he says, I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me. He was talking to the religious folks back then, right? But ye seek to kill me because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen of my Father, and ye do that which ye have seen with your Father. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. There's that word, works. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. He's saying, by the way, I, you know, I heard this of God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. Then they said unto him, we be not born of fornication. We have one Father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your Father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech? Even because ye cannot hear my word. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. All right, in the Holy Bible, there's a reference to many different quote-unquote works, okay? Here are many that I found, all right? There's a few um, here that aren't in the Bible, but 
you know, very real representations of works that are done in the sight of God that I've listed, okay? Most of them are in the Bible, actually. And um, there are even more that um, are in the Bible that I didn't mention here, and there's more that can be proven, I'm sure. Um, you know, I, I would challenge you, can you find any? Um, because they're in there, all right? Of the works mentioned here, you can categorize them, though, into two different groups. These being work, you know, these two groups being one group, the works that bring glory to God. And then the other group are the works that do not bring glory to God, but bring instead glory to someone else. All right. So here's some here's some examples of works that I found that bring glory to God. OK, you ready? All right. Let's in the Bible works of God, obviously works of Christ, works of the Lord, works of righteousness. Works of faith. Get this, works of obedience. Then there's this good works, okay? Works of the ministry, works of the law, works of the holy place or the place most holy. Works of the service of the house of God. Work of the house of the Lord. Work of the tabernacle. Work of an evangelist. So there's just some, okay? Like I said, that's not a comprehensive list, if you will. There's more there, I'm sure. All right, but here's some other works that I found, and these works I categorized as works that do not bring glory to God. Okay, here we go. Work of the service of the house of God. Work of the house of the Lord. Work of the tabernacle. Work of an evangelist. Works of dead faith. Works of disobedience. Good works. Work of the ministry. Works of the law. Work of the field. Work of a man. Work of men's hands, our own works, works of naught, works of the devil, works of the flesh, evil works, works of darkness, work of errors, work of the Lord deceitfully, is actually in the Bible, by the way. We might also, you know, say that these two categories here could be classified as works of the Spirit, you know, that bring glory to God, and the other category, works of the flesh that do not bring glory to God. Okay, are you with me on that? I say this because if they're not bringing glory to God, then who or what are they bringing glory to? Well, man, of course. This is why the scripture says, if you, if you didn't already see this or understand this, this is why the scripture says here in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, it says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So what works is it talking about here? It's talking about works that don't glorify God. All right. Why? Because it's his, it's his power, his glory brings glory to him that we're saved. That is his power that we're saved by. It says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Don't forget that part, okay? Notice that some of the works in these two categories were mentioned in both categories. They were mentioned twice. Did you catch that? This is because it matters whether or not God has authored or ordained the desire to perform these works within us, or if there's another reason, not of God, urging a person to do them. It could be either way, you know. It could be God's will that we're doing these works. It could be our own will 
that we're doing these works. Did you know that God gives us power to perform certain works that are good in his sight? You might also want to recognize that without his power, it is impossible for us to obtain his righteousness. We can't do what's right in his sight flawlessly without a divine power of God to do so. Speaking of Jesus here in the book of John, chapter 1, 9 through 13, it says, That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So they're born of God's will, okay? Romans chapter 13, 1 through 3 says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that are to that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Now, if you do, guess what? You have works, don't you? But he, it tells us right here, do that which is good. Do that which who says is good? Who God, what God says is good, folks. Okay? Well, how do we get this power? Where do we find it? Are you looking? All right. We get it through the preaching of the gospel of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 1.21 says, For after that in the wisdom of God the world by wisdom knew not God, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. You see, the gospel of Christ is everything that we find written within the pages of the New Testament covenant. These are the details of his death, burial, and resurrection, and in other words, the salvation of God being revealed through the eyewitness accounts of his life here on earth, spanning from his birth through his resurrection and ascension back to heaven, back into heaven, rather. So it also includes a deeper knowledge of the life of Christ as proclaimed in the ascension, or as proclaimed in the book of Acts or works of the apostles and their many letters to those churches that were first established after that the gift of God's indwelling spirit was given to man. Hope you caught all that, okay? If you didn't rewind it, you can listen to it again, okay? It is fact that the apostles were following Christ and their works were recorded and captured in the books of the New Testament covenant. That's a fact, okay? The works that they performed were good in the sight of God. Or in other words, they were works of his righteousness, what he sees as being right, okay? These were not their own works, but works that God ordained for them to carry out, just like we are instructed of Titus, okay? In the book of Titus, chapter 3, verse 8, it says, This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Okay, so of all works that a person can be found doing, I, for one, want to be found doing the works that God is pleased with, don't you? I'm going to do something, right? We're all doing something. 
whatever we're doing, let's do it to the glory of God, okay? That's, that's why we're here. That's why we're here on earth. Here's the last thought that I want to leave you all with, though, until the next time appointed, okay? In the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 19 through 24, it says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast our profession of faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. And, okay, and what are good works? The works of God. Matthew chapter 19, 16 through 17 says, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And Jesus, you know, he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is, God. But if thou wilt enter into life, guess what he said here? If thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. All right? Okay, if you'd like to reach out to me, uh, feel free to do so. Love to talk with you. You can find me via email at Rob at intruth.site, R-O-B at intruth.site. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at Intruth in Christ at Believe, Trust, Obey. So that's Intruth colon in Christ at Believe, Trust, Obey. That's our Facebook page. And until next time, I want to leave you with the scripture, Ephesians chapter 6, 23, 24. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen.